0: Livermore Live Music presents Spotlight. Shining a light on Livermore's incredible music scene. Here are your hosts,
1: Rob and Doug Allen. Hey, everybody, welcome to Spotlight. Today, the Spotlight is on Darcy Kent and another Spotlight on Love Livermore. I'm here with my co host, Doug Allen, at the studios of Advanced Creative in Livermore. Um, Darcy, Nicole, thank you. Mo-
2: I'm, you're not Nicole.
3: I'm not, but you know, Darcy I answer to Nicole yes. sometimes. Okay. You're not the first person that's done that. That's no, okay. Probably not the
2: last time I'll do it today. <laughs> well, I've worked you. with them for three years and we still get we, them mixed, yeah. right,
3: mixed
1: up. Yeah. Thank you both so much for being here. You're welcome. We really appreciate it. A um, couple of quick pieces of business before we get started. Um, I usually tell a joke at this point. I was going to tell a joke about watermelons, but it's pitiful. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I like it. That's it. Um, and also everybody's got a little something to sip on here um we're drinking i normally we go with a local livermore wine but uh just to kind of get out of the box a little bit and because we had a wine expert i thought we'd try something uh, from michella winery down in paso robles this is their 2017 cab um and i'm drinking uh glenn farkless 12 scotch it's you know scotch is kind of an acquired taste but it's worth the trouble <laughs> so cheers everybody welcome cheers. And thank you for being cheers. here you. cheers cheers you guys click click so darcy let's start with, with you um just tell us a little bit about yourself how did you you know, grow up? How'd you get to Livermore? How'd you get into winery?
2: I am fifth generation in the wine industry. Uh, My family came over from Switzerland, one of those really rockin' wine countries that you know of, and um, settled in the Missouri River Valley. And this was in 1872. And so um, they planted grapes, almost their entire village came over, and um, so they need. They had lots of vineyards going in, and they were making wine. And we continued making wine all the way through my mother's generation in, in 1962, even during um, Prohibition. Yeah. When I proudly say we ran a speakeasy, <laughs> so <laughs> nice. it's. Um, it, I was able to go see that, and it's it's cool. It's uh, but it it feels very much like it's part of. Um, you know, what I'm about and how I was brought up, both with wine and with art. Uh-huh. So um, just carrying on the tradition, we moved here in, um, we bought the vineyards in 1996. And um, at that point, we um, decided to build our house on the vineyards, and then move out here and become a part of this commu- community. It was and still is a community that is just full of neighbors and friends. It's so approachable. And you feel like, I felt from the beginning and I still feel today that here, you know, you could still do something and be a part. Um, and so that's why we chose Livermore. Mm-hmm. And the region is grows incredible grapes. Um, we are at the very end of the San Francisco Bay. And so we we get those incredible east-west um, breezes, and we all know them, we live here. And temperature swings, which are so important for grape growing, mm-hmm. those 30, 40 degree temperatures every day um, help the grape shut down at night and um, hold on to their acidity and give us just brilliant, beautiful fruit with a lot of acidity, which is great and allows us to get the seeds nice and nutty and the skin's thin and the the tannin structure just perfect. Yeah,
1: not for nothing is, is there are so many great wineries here in the Livermore Valley, Valley right?
2: Yes. So
1: how did you get to um, Darcy Kent Vineyards from there?
2: Darcy Kent Vineyards was um, it began when we bought our vineyard and we started producing wine out of our garage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, I wanted to use our family name, the Alpine Winery, uh, but the, it was already taken. So um, it, my husband really wanted to use a combination of our names, uh-huh. which worked. He's David Kent, um, but we just we went ahead with Darcy Kent. I see, And it was unique, and we had a lot of encouragement to go ahead and, and make it personal um, and about us because it is a family-owned and operated winery. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, you've been having live music out there for, for a long time. Did mm-hmm. you, When you first started up as a winery and opened a tasting room and all that, were you having live music at that point, or is that something you added on later?
2: We wanted to do it from the very beginning. Um, but there's a lot to do when you're up and running yeah. and, you know, getting licenses and all the states and setting up distribution. And so the the music came on um, probably about a year later. Mm-hmm. And it was a we just my husband and I both just so love music. And it's such a important part to the fabric of our life. And um, at that point, we really, you know, we were looking at other other things we could you know, not other things to do, but other ways to share the winery, and um, a lot of people were choosing to do weddings, and we looked into that, and not fun. Um, and we we said we're just going to do music, and and we were told over and over again, you you don't make music, you don't make money in the music business. You'll be lucky if you break even. <laughs> and um, we said, well. We want to do it anyway yeah so uh started we um started with a in 18 we ended up with a big series of of bands um including um bands from the 70s and 80s like yeah. firefall like Firefall right, mm-hmm. and shanna morrison yeah. um, with caledonia um, has come out several times and um the, the foxies from new york and um, as well as a lot of our um really wonderful bands from this area, including right. the Crawdad Republic. Yeah. So um really enjoyed doing that. Um then we that same year we um we started getting involved with these gals mm-hmm. who had an idea of having a music festival.
1: Yeah, let's so let's uh, let's shift focus a little bit here, Robin.
3: What a professional segue. Thanks, Darcy. <laughs>
1: Robin Anachero, thank you so much for being here and being so gracious about me I'm forgetting your name. Um, All right. So tell us a little bit about Love Livermore, um, how that gets started. Um, you and Nicole uh, Nicolet mm-hmm. right, started that up. Tell us a little bit about it.
3: Yeah, so um, I'll speak for Nicole, who unfortunately can't join us today, but... Um, we actually were both teachers, former teachers. We were in education for 10 years, um, started having kids. Nicole owned a couple of marketing companies um, that were in the real estate sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into real estate and joined forces with Nicole. And so we have a business outside of Love Livermore that we are very busy with. Um, but we found that we were constantly emailing people, texting um, you know, creating Google docs with vendor lists for all of our clients. Where's the best place to eat? Where do I get my hair done? Who does great nails? And we were spending so much time doing this. We looked at each other one day and said, gosh, it'd be great if we just had a, a, a spot for everyone to go. So we could say, Hey, go, go, to this website or go to this, uh, Facebook group. And everyone in the community can give advice and thoughts and guidance on where new residents, um, could what what they could try out in terms of supporting local businesses so we kind of thought when we started this group yeah maybe our friends family some past clients will will join in this is great and then before we knew it 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 really blew up and uh what made it blow up was that community members kind of kind of as what darcy alluded to this community is pretty tight so welcoming um so wonderful, so into supporting each other, people jumped in and they started giving out their favorite spots to eat or um, locations to try. And so they invited their friends and they invited their friends. And then we started to say, "Well, gosh, we're, let's let's really run this group." So we'll we'll start to highlight businesses, um, people, places, and experiences that make you love living here. Essentially, right. so that's kind of was how Love Livermore blossomed. Um, and through that, we've met so many great. People obviously, Darcy, uh, Crawdad Republic, uh, friends, and then new ideas blossom from those ideas. So, sort of like Love Livermore Live came to be. Yeah.
1: So, talk a little bit about how how did that come to so the first Love Livermore Live festival was in 2019. Is that 2019. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, like, what was the genesis behind that? How did that come to be?
3: Yeah. I we had connected with Crawdad Republic a couple times. And they had reached out to us, and I'm not sure if they had already spoken with Darcy or not. I don't remember the exact timeline, but they had said, hey, we really want a a spot where we can bring in some local talent and local artists and showcase what they can do. We had said the same thing. We had been talking about. Um, creating some type of event to give back to the community. We, we weren't sure what cause kind of to pick. We thought education since we both had been teachers and we, we have kids here in Livermore in the education system. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of the perfect merging of ideas in terms of Crawdad wanting to really focus on music. Because as we know, often the arts are one of the first things that are sometimes get left out or can be cut. So Mm -hmm. they they need a little support, right? Right. Um, Darcy was 100% on board and uh, we're so grateful because her facility is the perfect place really to host a wedding or uh, any fun (laughs) event. She's got inside seating, outside shade, you name it. So she, uh, her and Dave were all in. And so it just made it, you know, when everyone's working so excitedly toward the same goal. It was really a seamless, like, great, what do we do? How do we, how do we run with this idea and kind of blow it up? Um, And we did. The first year was a huge success. Um, Second year got a little bumpy with COVID going on, but an equally large success and now we're excited to kind of be back in person um and and we're we're tailoring every little piece to make it uh our vision of what we've we really wanted it to be this whole time so we're excited so are we yeah
1: i think it's for people who haven't been to that festival before it's worth mentioning i mean it's, it's a great day of music here in Livermore, but it's unlike any other day of music here in Livermore in that uh, in 2019, you had three different stages um, going on. And you had music kind of interleaved between the stages so people could move from stage to stage and see the different bands playing. Um, and I forget how many bands you had at the three different stages. The one that's coming up October 9th of this year, you again have three different venues all there at Darcy Kent. With I think you have a total of nine bands that are playing, um, you know, interleaved between those stages. So it's it's like a mini music festival. It's like a little two-day town or a little... We'll call
0: concert. it just a music festival. Yeah,
1: there you go. It is a music festival um, that uh, we're, we're really looking forward to. But it's, I mean, we've only had one so far. We should have had... This should be the fourth one in OL. Oh well. um, but it's, it's really an incredible experience. Oh, and... Uh, um, we should mention you had a food truck out there last time, I assume you Oh were. yeah,
2: whole yeah. food court area. Yeah. You know, everything from flatbread pizzas to um, crazy and pinatas and um I think the double D mm-hmm. truck was there with barbecue. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and I think what was so great, made it feel like such a festival, was it was it was so fluid. You could you could watch your favorite band sitting on the lawn. You could get up and head to a food truck. You can go inside to the acoustic lounge mm-hmm. and enjoy kind of a different feel. You can head out to the barn. Um, so it it did feel like a fe- and plus. It was all day, several several hours of music, and in between that yeah, was like
1: four hours long, right? Or no, that was, no, 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 that first-
2: was yeah, that was It was all day. It was all day. day. Yeah, I yeah. mean, from eleven until like nine. P- oh, okay. 9 10 yeah. p.m. I
3: think we got there at 10 Darcy had already started working with her crew and I don't think we left till till 10 <laughs> by the time we were mm-hmm. really things were said and done but that's okay that that's how things happen when it's your first attempt at something you want it to go very well because mm-hmm. you want to build off that so that year we had um influential people from the community come help out and um announce what bands were playing so we had Dr. Bowers and Uh, Representative Swalwell, and gosh, who else did we have that first Um, year?
2: Oh, Um, gosh, we had... We we um, had some
3: local first responders come out. We had our mayor come out. We had Mayor Marchand at that time. So, yeah, it was just a nice uh, way to show this is, you know, an event supported by everybody because getting kids into music is...
1: Yeah, you alluded okay. to it, but let's make sure um, we, we, you know, give a nod that um, the proceeds from that and again this year go to support Livermore schools, right? Um, yeah,
3: music programs in Livermore schools. Yeah, which that's is,
1: great. Yeah.
0: So it's worth asking, I get why it's great for someone like me because I get to play and that's fun. Uh, and the other guys in my band are educators and they care very deeply about the cause. And I get why it's great for uh, Love Livermore. But why for Darcy Kent Vineyards? It, it can't be, you know, this monstrous moneymaker for you. <laughs> it's really fun, fun thing to be part of, but that's a long day but it's, to just.
2: We're about, I mean, our, our tagline and our mission statement is about supporting wine art and the natural world. So we make, you know, we're um, fully, you know, solar powered winery we've reduced our water intake by 96 percent. glass weight to to help with shipping so we've we've done you know we're completely sustainable in the vineyard so that's you know our natural world um for the wine we're we're making great wines and increasing our vineyards and and trying to plant you know as as much as we can every year and in different varietals and just keeping up with all of that. That's really fun. Um, we have a lot of really interesting new wines coming out this year and then the arts. Um, I'm both a, I'm an artist. Um, and so it supports the galleries at the wineries, um, both at Darcy Ken and Almost Famous as well as, um, we've been supporting music all the way along. So, um, Enter, you know that just music is everything it's you know it's it's the glue that brings the world together it mm-hmm. there's so you know in, in times of crisis and trouble we we turn to music and you know i th- the other day i saw that we are the world came back mm-hmm. on you know <laughs> in that documentary and the making of that and our kids had never been exposed to it and so you know we were telling them all about this and you know and they're like why isn't there one going on now and i <laughs> So anyway, I'm like, well, we have Love Livermore. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So the the answer to to the question is because Darcy's genuinely a wonderful person.
2: Right.
0: um, And loves uh, Livermore.
1: And loves Livermore. (laughs) Um, uh, I've played at uh, Darcy Kent a couple times, um, and I've talked to a lot of bands that have played there. And to a person, the bands that I, I, I love playing at Darcy Kent. It's a great venue. That lawn area is fantastic. But the thing that always gets mentioned is, and Darcy Kent is so nice. Mm -hmm. Everybody mentions that. You know, we play at a lot of venues around the and They're all great. They're wonderful. I don't want to to disparage anyone. But there's not that many of them where the owner of the venue makes it a point to come and talk to the band and say, hi, welcome. Thank you for being here. And that always happens there.
2: Because I'm just a big groupie. Yeah. (laughs) Hey,
1: you also mentioned Almost Famous. Uh, So tell us a little bit about that, because you've got big things going on there.
2: Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, We have a new winery that's opening up called Almost Famous. It has actually opened up as a pop-up at the Tesla Road um, location, which is where our Darcy Kent Estate Vineyard is at. Mm -hmm. So they're in two different venues there. Um, And it's so much fun. Um, We've also... um, are are taking over the a site on vasco road which is right next to longevity um it's right in there and we plan to be open um with a soft opening around the 16th of october okay and then hopefully our grand opening by um october 29th which will be really fun Um, we are Mo, um, both the winery with with award winning wines already um, from our um, wine without borders Primitivo, mm-hmm. um, with our Pistachio Lane Sauvignon Blanc, um, as well as the Chardonnay, which are um, and all those wines go to support land conservancy, um, the fire pit wines which support um, our local and national parks, and our Dog Day Cabernet, um, which supports. The um, the Valley Humane Society and um, our R- Rose under the um, Pistachio Lane and Darcy Kemp both support Access Community Health. So we're really big about giving back, and giving back is the main focus of this music event. Um, and in giving, you know, to the children, but it's also um, almost famous as is. is is really that, trying to be that kind of a winery. Um, every element has a give back. Um, it's sustainable for the environment and it um, hopefully profitable. And um, so we're really excited about that opening. The um, It will be open as a winery during the days and then at night it will be a music venue, Thursday through Sunday. So um, we're so excited and um, just can't wait to share more with you yeah. all about <clears throat> that as it's a really cool
0: location Uh, i'm sure the profits will roll in once you get some (laughs) local live music going but i think bands ought to be excited about playing there um you want to talk i mean you were telling us a little beforehand but you want to talk a little bit about the the venue portion of it um sure there there was a music venue there before there was and and you're significantly changing that it's going to be similar to what it was before or it's
2: changing um we are we pretty much gutted it and are starting over um the a um bp enterprises i think is the name i should have looked that up before i walked in but we have a professional company who um creates stages for outside lands uh, bottle rock um uh, for the democratic national convention um they i mean they just do professional stages big and small and um they are creating a stage for us they came out and you know sp- spent a lot of time working with us and looking at the venue and what we like to do what what we kind of want to have so we have a, a a really nice nice stage with lighting and sound being created and um and it will also be portable, so um, if we want to roll that out yeah. the following summer for Love Livermore Live, we'll be able to take that oh, um, wow. stage. Oh, cool! You know, to to another location with us, um, and it um, I'll
3: come. It's pretty nifty. Interesting. I can't. She's picture. always marketing this one. She mm-hmm. already knows. Well, love Livermore sounds, Live. Live <laughs> next fantastic. year. I love. I love and that. Anybody idea. who's
1: watching this who wants to know well what bands are playing there go to livermorelivemusic.com and check it out. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Please. You find
2: it. yeah, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. The um we we are going to be going this year with the nine bands um and it will be on all three stages and it's going to be more of a daytime event. Um so it will end before sunset. And um it's th- that's just a a real attempt to address the the world we live in now. Mm-hmm. Um and we just need to be really cautious and careful yeah. um right. with everything we're all dealing with. Um so um, we have a lot of food trucks, including dessert food trucks this this time as oh, well
3: yeah.
2: and um, and
3: well, and I was just gonna yeah. jump jump in, we're excited because we're we're really trying to tweak it a for for the time that we're living in with obviously trying to be safe um trying to appeal to as many people as possible who, who would like to come. And you're right, more more food options, more dessert options. We'll have swag, shirts, um, hats, things like that people can purchase. Um, but, you know, the, the bar we set that first year was we were able to donate $10,000 to the school district, which was really blew our, our minds. And we've been able to sustain that each year since. So we're, we're trying to kind of push that envelope every year and and climb a little bit higher. So we obviously want to make the event even more special and Mm -hmm. try to get more creative as, and we learn as we, as we go. So the food trucks were a hit. So we're, we're really excited to introduce the dessert, dessert area. Um, I think swag. People are proud to live here and, and proud to partake in um, supporting small businesses. So I think that little piece is is kind of fun. We have a local company that's helping us um, with our attire and things like that. So cool. we're, we're excited to, yeah, blow it up this year.
0: This is the first year back from we did live stream last year. So let's hope pe- people need these kinds of experiences, mm-hmm. right? And they've been starved for them for a long time. Yes. So let's hope they're feeling generous mm-hmm. and take, take us to that next tier of you know, what you're able to give to the, to the Livermore schools?
3: Well, especially since kids were home for Mm -hmm. a large part of the last year and a half, it's, (laughs) it's a special thing for them to come back and have potentially some musical experiences, Mm -hmm. uh, within their school day. And, um, for my own kids who are in, uh, K five and and now middle school, sports always gets all the love, right? right. And we all love sports. And that's a great thing. My kids are in sports, but I've always had my kids, Play an instrument as well, so they've all been in lessons. I've got a guitar kid, two piano kids, and and one also played drums. Um, and he came home actually last week and said, "Guess what? They're they're gonna let me play trumpet in fifth grade." And so you you get such a good feeling. I mean, sports is an outlet, but music is mm-hmm. an outlet. Right. And so if we can support that out that piece, not everyone's a sport kid. People might be artists or musicians or whatever that looks like. But, you know, as long as they have that access to it, that that fuels us, really, it really does. Um, so when he came in home and told me that, that he was going to get an instrument in his hand this year, I was uh, pretty thrilled. Yeah, and the
2: cool. drumstick's off. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is my drummer. He's, he's picking every Got very it. loud instrument, drums and now trumpet. Now trumpet. But, but at, in, And you guys as musicians and, and Darcy as an artist, I mean, once you can read music, A, it's amazing for brain development. We know th- we know this. Um, but once you can read music, you can, to a degree, move between instruments pretty
1: mm-hmm.
3: easily. And I'm talking about my one musical kid in particular. I mean, they all play, but he he can pick up drums and find the beat. He can sit at a piano and read music. And his piano teacher said, you're, you're probably going to be able to pick up the trumpet and figure it out pretty quick. So it's a skill. It's a lifelong skill that you really it have absolutely forever. Is. Even and if you so, don't become a professional musician, special. yeah, yeah um, absolutely.
1: that foundation is fantastic. And parents like mine who supported that when we were little kids and didn't, you know, didn't know what was going on are just to be commended well, um, you my know, parents I wanna g- supported that
2: <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the bands on this because yeah. the bands are pretty much playing for free mm-hmm. and um, they, all of the people who are coming to support with sound and our backline um, they're all pretty much donating their services Just the, because it's
1: such a great cause mm-hmm. it's
2: it's just everybody is is just doing this for for the giving back so yeah. so
1: a couple of other things I would mention real quickly is um, Every year, now that's every year for the last two years, so not that long, but we Livermore Live Music and Advanced Creative produce a compilation album every year, um, which is original music by local bands, and they contribute those tracks to us. We put a compilation album together, and then we make those available for sale. Um, the bands get a certain number of copies, and they can do with, as they want, but the copies that we sell through Livermore Live Music, all of that m- money goes to Love Livermore Live. We just donate it over to to your venue, so there's an it's not a lot yet, but it's another way no, that we're we're trying to contribute. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned the band, so let's give them a shout out here. Um, I happen to be looking at the the Livermore Live Music page here, and so at the Pepper Tree Stage will be the Midnight's and Idle Wild West, and uh, in the Acoustic Lounge is going to be Lauren O, the Dust Bowl Travelers, and Kinetic, and then on the main stage we've got uh, Meredith McHenry, Wolf Hamlin, and the Front Porch Drifters, and then capping it all off, Crawdad Republic. So. You know, lots of great things going on there. Lots of great music to be had. Yeah, and Thanks. you're going
0: to get this all done before sundown. We can do it. We'll see.
1: That's right. And then, and don't feed them, and don't get them wet.
2: Right? <laughs> that, you know, um, the the structure of it is really, really um, well done, and that is a shout out to Johnny Williams. Um, the, it, you know, because the band the, uh, the bands don't overlap. Um, there's the always a big band playing. So we'll alternate between the big lawn area. Mm -hmm. And then while that shuts down and they're setting up the barn stage, it's the acoustic lounge that's going. So there's music for you, for the for the people going all the time. But, um, you know, it's just never overlapping each other. Yeah, it's it's just really cool. one right after another. And I mean, it, it flows beautifully. As a
1: music yeah. festival, it's really incredible, right? It's this little gem that very few people outside of Livermore know about. Mm-hmm. But it's really quite an incredible music festival.
2: Yeah, thanks. Yeah, well, If you
0: haven't been, we encourage you to check it out and come and donate.
3: Yeah,
1: absolutely. And uh, it's a bargain. Um, So let's see. What else have we not asked you about that?
0: Can, Can I ask you... a wine question? Oh, yeah. And we can cut this if it's not, you know, doesn't make for good good radio or whatever. But um, there's a, a lot of wildfire happening over the last couple of years. I've been curious, what does that do to grapes and the wine that you're outputting year over year?
2: It's um, become a very personal thing for us. And I think it's the, the, the future of our wine country with the droughts. Um, this is the most severe drought we've been in on record and um you know they the global warming is not a hoax it's for real and um those two things are massively contributing to to the new world we see now with the wildfires last year um my home was in the warning stage here in livermore mm-hmm. and this year i was evacuated out of my home in south lake tahoe um and it's terrifying and scary a a week ago yesterday you know to to race up there and and the, the 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 whirlwinds of the smoke and the soot and the you know and the heat and and trying to clear out and evacuate with thousands of people was was huge it was epic Um, I'm so glad that this week residents are allowed to start to return this week. Um, And the firefighters, huge shout out for them, have been incredible and so amazing. Um, How exhausted they are and how far they go to to save our world is is amazing. Um, The fire damage in the vineyards, um, you know, to really do a lot of damage, it needs to be within a half mile. Really close, okay, I mean, it needs to be like right there. um, other than that, you know you'll there are like last year, we had a few of the vineyards in the valley when they tested. Some were testing great, absolutely no smoke, and some tested and had some smoke. interesting. It really depended on when that wind blew in and really settled on on us with those super high numbers got it that's Um, what i was most curious about but it it hasn't happened at all this year which you know is fabulous and we've gotten through most of the aromatic whites all of ours are in i know rhonda woods bringing in her albarino this week um and you know what our chardonnay is coming in tomorrow that will be the last of our whites um, our three clones of Pinot Noir are great, and Gruner, Beltliner, and Sauvignon Blanc, all in. I, and I, everybody around me is about the same. So now, now we be, begin with the reds, and those also, the heavier reds start later this week and really coming in next week. And we're looking, we're looking good both with the high pressure and the wind and the the, the quality of our air. So we're doing really well.
0: Good. Um, thank you for educating me. I just—it's yeah. interesting to me because I can't imagine you expected to deal with it that unique of a challenge when you bought the, the winery in no. you know twenty years. Well, ago. Well, I think whenever. you had mentioned yeah. Darcy.
3: This is an early harvest. Is this typically earlier than you usually harvest? It right? is. You
2: know, Mother Nature is a very interesting business partner. Um, it's. <laughs> She is a bitch sometimes. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, it's a lot of um, fun, too, because you're never in control and you have to be so humble with all of that. So you just take as good a care of Mother Nature as you can in your vineyards and hope um, that you're lucky now. Um, the, the early harvest is um, a lot do- because of the drought conditions. In fact, you know, we also create an olive oil and this year we are expecting a huge harvest. It was, you know, the the trees set, I mean, the flowering was immense. It was incredible. I've never seen it like this. And then drop all the flowers. No, it it, like there's no fruit out there. So we will not have a olive harvest this year. Mm -hmm. And that's because the trees knew they couldn't do it. With, with the drought. They yeah. just didn't have enough resources in the ground. The only trees that have a little bit of fruit on them are those that are close to the canal or close to a creek. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the drought um, contributes as well in the vineyard. Um, not only, we we all, all of the the wineries, we are on zone seven water and, and thank God for that. Um, if without that, we wouldn't be able to grow grapes in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, grapes are an excellent crop because they use very little water. They're one of the the, the smallest use of any agricultural crop. Wow. Um, so it's it's a good crop to have in an, you know, in this kind of a country um, in environment that we have now. but yeah, the, um, the harvest is earlier. Um, some, sometimes we don't even start until you know, the, the middle of September or the end of September, but this year, um, we were going, you know, before a week before Labor Day for most of us. Interesting.
1: I've always thought there was a, a little bit of magic behind the, the variations that you're talking about in the sense that every, every year and every varietal, you know, you don't know what you're going to get, right? It just depends on so many things. And so, I mean, to a wine lover, that's a cool thing because it means that a 2017 and a 2018 same varietal, same winery may taste, you know, substantially different. So you're an artist. And you're taking the you know, the palette that you were given and putting something together, but it's different and it's sort of magical every year.
2: It is. It's um and it's the magic of of the wine business. Not only that, um, not only does it change every year depending on what Mother Nature gives you, but it also it's alive. It's alive. <laughs> and um, you know, it it really is affected by everything. Mm-hmm. How what temperature was it stored at? How long, you know, has it right. been open? How long has have you poured it and had it in your glass? It's ha- now it has exposure to, gla- to the air. Right. Um, your hormones, men's and women's, yeah. affected dramatically. What are you
1: eating with it? What are yeah. you
2: eating with it? Yeah. Of course, yes. Every- what music
0: are you listening to? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, That's right.
2: Yeah. And you know, people always ask me that. You know, what's what's your favorite wine? You know, come on, you got to have one. I'm like, it's like trying to choose a favorite song. <laughs> yeah, right or a va- favorite style of music you choose that based on yeah
0: in the moment in yeah the
2: moment. what no. you're feeling and you know what time of day it is and all of that what your hormones are um so wine is wine is oh my god you guys it's just the most magical thing in the world i'm so honored to be able to work in this industry and work with these incredible people in livermore and you know we share we help each other you know there isn't a winemaker who doesn't have an issue who doesn't reach out to everybody else and we're all racing to help whether it's a broken press or or anything you know uh, we're all there for each other yeah. and it's just and it's an incredible industry here yeah,
1: that's another comment i hear a lot from the winemakers around here i'm good friends with a couple of them is uh there's a community of winemakers here and everyone's attitude i mean to a person is All boats rise with the tide, right? Nobody is out hoping that another winery does poorly. Everybody wants everyone to be successful, and you all help each other out in myriad ways because everyone wins when you do that. And I think the music scene is like that too Mm -hmm. here. I mean, Livermore is just, we say this every episode of Spotlight, but it's a a magical place. You know, it's Camelot. Um, I don't know that, that this set of circumstances exists in too many other places, it's really a, a wonderful thing. Um, I have a wine question. Robin, how's your wine?
3: <laughs> I, I'm learning a lot. My wine's great.
1: <laughs> okay, great. Mine, well, mine's called Scotch, and it's really good, too. <laughs> your Scotch wine. My Scotch wine, right. Well, for ah, hey,
0: for those of us who appreciate the wine in the venue, thanks for putting up with all these unique challenges year over year yes. that you didn't expect to have to deal with, but mm-hmm. it seems like you kind of roll with the punches, and you have to. But, you have to. Yeah.
2: And um, our winemaker, Julian Halaz, is probably sets the best example for all of us because it's always a smile and always, we can handle this. You know, it's okay. We'll be fine. And um, he really sets a happy tone, even amidst all the stress. And um, I I look forward to this time every year. Um, my girls come in and help with Harvest. Um from their various jobs that they do full-time. Kaylin does marketing and sales for us, and and Amanda will be coming on full-time and joining us as of February. Mm -hmm. But um, they come in and help with the harvest, and Julian is always making incredible harvest lunches Mm -hmm. um, from Hungarian goulash to paprika chicken. We do barbecued oysters. It's a lot of fun. So um, if anybody wants to come help on a sorting table over the next couple weeks and wants to have a great lunch... You're welcome. Just let me know, <laughs> let wow. our winery know. What an invite! <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: seriously.
1: Um, I'm a, a little bit of an amateur cook, and one of my signature dishes is Hungarian goulash soup, oh. which is not goulash. It's it's different, but they're related to each other. Mm. Um, and uh, and I I think I do a good job with it.
0: Will you be serving that at this? Uh, I will not be serving harvest Gouyous event. I will okay. <laughs> no,
1: not. <yeah>. Julian, <laughs> you should trade recipes. He'd love that. Um, I make a mean cassoulet, also. I'll just, uh, so, <laughs> back to business here. So, Robin, anything else that you wanted to talk about, or anything else shout-outs that you wanted to give the people you know, or um, anything we didn't talk about that you no, wanted?
3: Well, I was just going to agree with Darcy in terms of all the musicians who are coming and, and donating, donating such a so much of their time. We have um, high schoolers uh, that will be, and other volunteers, not just high schoolers, at Love Livermore Live um, trying to, to grab those community hours, but also just, enj- they enjoyed themselves a couple years ago. And, and I know will enjoy themselves again, helping out with parking or whatever, whatever people need. Um, so, so I think what's so special is that it is such a group effort in terms of, um, being so volunteer based, um, our, you know, obviously we all have day jobs. We have all the other things that we've got going on, but this, this is really important to us. So it was probably the, the best meeting of the minds, the our our farmer and our musician and our us our you know, using our marketing platform. Right. It was really just a perfect kind of m- melding of creativity and also organization on how to s- see it to fruition. So we're ex- we're excited this year. We're excited every year, but yeah. l- let me just say last year was a telethon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I've never I've never done that before Fun to and, do once. Um, It was fun Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we're excited to be in person On mm-hmm. site Next to Darcy And her staff And running around And, and making it all come together I'm The so musicians glad. are so They're so easy They know it That's the simple part well, you They, guys s- they sound it. fantastic You guys rocked it You guys
2: rocked it last year And all the bands That came forth to do that And the hotel-a-thon thing And it worked And we raised the money We did um, So But yeah. I'm so happy happy to be back. We are.
3: Yes, yeah. 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 we are.
1: Uh, and another shout out quickly. You mentioned John Williams, but I mean, uh, and we have to make sure we give credit to him. He's been a driving force in putting this thing together. Um, you know, he's in the Crawdad Republic with mm-hmm. Doug, but he's, he's, uh, I mean, there's a bunch of people involved, but Johnny really puts a lot of his time and effort into it. So just, you know, shout out to him.
3: Absolutely. Yes. Johnny has, is our organizer. I would say he keeps us on track. We have our, our meetings every couple weeks and he's always, he's very forward thinking. So, um, it, it keeps us very driven. So good yeah. job. Cheers, good Johnny. job, Johnny. Yep. Cheers to mm-hmm. Johnny. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you guys again so much for being here. We really appreciate it. A lot of interesting stories and good information, and we just can't thank you enough. I know you've you're busy and you have a lot going on, so we can't thank you enough for coming down and being with us today. Thank you.
2: Thank you for thank your patience you. and the scheduling. <laughs> no, it was perfect. Yeah.
1: See you next time. See you next Thanks. time.